But Monique Steele is with us now for the Rural News. Kia ora. And will land prices improve in the new year? Tanakwe, Charlotte. Well, that really depends how dry the weather gets over in Australia this summer. Beef and Lamb New Zealand says if dry conditions endure across the Tasman in the coming months, Australian lamb will continue to flood export markets, pushing down prices for farmers here. Thanks to a few years of good weather, Australia's national sheep flock reached a 15-year high of nearly 79 million head this year. But with things drying out, record levels of lamb are being sent off to international markets. Sally Murphy reports. With New Zealand lamb prices down by about 25%, Beef and Lamb has released a new report to better understand the impact all that Australian lamb is having on international markets and what it means for farmers here. It says the influx of Australian lamb comes at a time when demand is softer from China and farmers are facing increasing costs on farm. With that combination of lower prices and increased farm costs, New Zealand farmer profits are forecast to be about 60% lower than two years ago, with many not expecting to make a profit this year. In terms of when things will improve, the report says if the dry weather in Australia is as severe as originally forecast, the larger lamb cull over there will continue until February. But if it's not too severe... The amount of lambs being culled should stabilise. It says next year there will be fewer ewes for mating and fewer lambs being processed, which should take some pressure off the market. Top farming industry groups have agreed on what they want to see immediate progress on from the new government. Federated Farmers, Beef and Lamb New Zealand and Dairy NZ have been meeting regularly to discuss strategy and priorities to present a united front to the new government. From the coalition agreements, they have five areas of focus over the next three months. They are replacing the National Policy Statement for Freshwater Management, establishing the Rural Regulation Review Panel, beginning the review of methane targets, stopping the implementation of significant natural areas and to start work to replace the Resource Management Act. One of the country's largest potato growers says supplies are looking good ahead of Christmas. Oakley's is known for its small gourmet potatoes grown in Canterbury. Sally Murphy caught up with owner Robin Oakley. Potato supply and quality coming into Christmas is is looking very good. We're pretty happy with how the crops are coming on. It's been a good spring so far with being a bit cooler but but to rain all the way along, so it's been a reasonably easy spring to date. Is Christmas the busiest time of year for you guys in terms of sales? Yes, uh, the two to three weeks leading up to Christmas, we have significantly increased sales with some of our potato lines that we do, particularly the the, the boxed ones. I was going to say, what are people buying? What are the go-tos? Well, the Golden Gourmet is definitely very popular, and that's, that's what we get the most busy on between now and Christmas. And the other lines tend to be just more pretty steady purchases from week to week. And what advice would you give to people preparing their spuds? How do you like them on Christmas Day? Oh, for me, my favourite is just boiled, a bit of salt in the water to equalise the salinity. So you keep the flavour in the potatoes and just boiled. That's how I like them. No butter, no fancy business. They just taste very nice that way. That's Robin Oakley of Oakley's.
The Manawatu District Council is running a free farm waste collection for the first time today. It's partnering with recycling companies Ag Recovery and Plasback to divert waste from landfill. Council spokesperson Hamish War says farmers can drop recycling off to Fielding's Manfield Park until 3 o'clock today. The bulk of the of the collection is, is around those sort of lower grade plastics. So sort of all the the plastic containers and drums that you get off um, of your farm for your sprays and drenches and, and the like, the low density polyethylene plastics and the, and the woven the netting that goes around your baleage and your um, baleage wrap, um, some of the silage pit covers, baling twine, and any of those big uh, big fert bags and feed bags that you get, um, sort of the one ton and a half ton bags. So everything which is stock standard that you'd use on a commercial farm across the country. Hamish War says if there's a good turnout, the council will look to do more in future. A Whanganui timber company is hopeful its new processing plant will be up and running before the end of the year. Parts of East Town Timber Processing's plant was destroyed by fire in March last year. Managing Director James Richardson says they adjusted quickly and have been able to continue working. After the fire, we'd lost around half our buildings and plant. Uh, so basically we've hold everyone into our existing buildings and try to continue operating as usual as best as possible. We did lose our CCA treatment plants and paint line and some other very key parts of the business and we haven't been able to operate those uh, so unfortunately we have sort of lost that business for now. But essentially yeah we've just made the very best of the equipment we did have remaining and tried to keep on going. He says it's been delay after delay in rebuilding the plant but things are starting to come together. Uh, the build is essentially complete itself. Uh, the builder here just finishing off flashings and a few firewalls and stuff like that. But we have a roof, it's now lockable. So we're on to the next stage of fit-outs. So we've got multiple different electrical companies and engineering companies and block work going in, uh, framing up internal walls, all that sort of thing. So it's a bit of a madhouse in there at the moment. All these different tradies involved, there's... <laughs> Ford uh, Ranger vans parked everywhere inside and they've all got their various kit and it's a busy little spot at the moment. James Richardson says with all new state-of-the-art machinery, the new plant will process more timber than the old one. And just lastly, StatsNZ says some farmers didn't complete this year's agricultural production survey because they were reluctant to provide information to government agencies. Preliminary results of the survey were released last week, but only 69% of farmers filled out the survey. That's down from 73% last year and well below StatsNZ's target of 84%. A spokesperson says other reasons shared for not filling it out included not having time to do so. It says the survey collects important information measuring agriculture's contribution to economic growth and it informs decision-making for the future. And that's in Rural News for today. Koyara te porongo o te taifenua.